Google ads don't work. They cost too much money. G'day, I'm Mike Rhodes, co-author of the world's best-selling book on Google ads and host of this Google ads fundamentals podcast. And in this episode, we're going to talk all things bidding. You see, the reason that some people can't get Google ads to work is twofold. Either they choose the wrong type of targeting. And now, after listening to the last episode, you understand how not to do that. You're always going to pick the right keywords from now on. The other huge fundamental mistake that a lot of people make is they simply bid too much. They give too much money to Google. By the end of this episode, you're never going to make that mistake again. And we'll also cover a very topical AI question of should you do the bidding or should you let Google's AI do it for you? All of that coming up. First, just a quick reminder that the audio you're about to hear comes from a video course I recently created. And you can get all of those videos. It's about 40 in total. You get those for free by going to gafcourse.com. That's GAF, which stands for Google Ads Fundamentals, gafcourse.com. And while you're on that page, make sure to grab your free worksheet because I've got a bidding calculator in there that you'll use at the end of this episode. And I've got a video there that explains exactly how to use it. So head over to gafcourse.com. Make sure you grab those free resources. Now, let's dig in and make your Google Ads more profitable. In this module, we're going to talk about bidding. But before we get into that, what is a bid and why should you care? Many people I talk to when they're just starting out on their Google Ads journey think that they're going to somehow buy a keyword. If I, if I put this keyword into my account, then I am showing ads against that keyword. Surely, right? Well, two little nuances there. We've already talked about the difference between a search query and a keyword, and the two have to be close enough. But once they're close enough, that just gets you to the next step. And the next step is effectively an auction. And like every auction, the more you bid, the more likely you are to come out the other side of that auction a winner, just like bidding for a house. Now, with a house, there can only be one winner. There can only be one person that wins the auction. With Google Ads, you want to be one of those four people that are at the top of the page. Not many people make it to the bottom of the page and even less make it to page two of the results on Google search. So the goal here in the auction that you're going to go into is every time somebody searches for something that's close to a keyword in your account, you want to be one of the top four advertisers in that auction. And the way you do that, or one of the many ways that you do that, is by bidding. So let's just say you bid $1 for your one keyword in your account. Every time somebody goes searching, Google has a look at you and says, yep, it's a close thing. What are you offering me? You're offering me a dollar. Okay. And then it goes away and looks at all of the other advertisers that want to show an ad to this person. And based on that bid of a dollar, that helps decide if you are one of the winners of that auction or not. Typically, you'll end up, if you, if you do qualify, if you make it through that auction and you show an ad, and then obviously if somebody clicks on your ad, remember you don't pay anything at all unless that person actually clicks on your ad. When they click, you will probably not even pay that full dollar. Most of the time, you're going to pay something less than what you've bid. So if you've bid a dollar, 
you might end up paying 82 cents. You don't know beforehand. You may even pay a little bit more because Google's changed the rules a few times. And where it used to be the case, you would always pay less than your bid. Now there is a chance, depending on a whole bunch of factors that are outside uh, this particular course, you may end up paying more. So you might even pay a, a buck 18 for that click. You might also pay 60 cents. So a bid is just the way by which you control one, if you're going to get into the auction, but obviously how much you're then going to spend on each click. So one of the things that you're going to do, and we'll talk about this when we get to the optimization module, one of the things that you have in your control is the ability to change bids, to raise your bid or lower your bid. Lowering your bid is going to, yes, make chick, uh, clicks cheaper, but it also means you're less likely to get in the auction, which means less people are probably going to see your ad. Raising your bid, in other words, offering Google more money for each click, is probably going to cause your ad to maybe show higher up on the page, but particularly it's going to show your ad more often. You're going to win more auctions and Google's going to show your ad more. But of course, you're going to get charged more per click. So raising your bid from, say, a dollar to two dollars might cause your cost per action. Remember that CPA thing that we talked about right at the beginning, your cost per lead. It might cause that to go from $120 to $180. And maybe that's not sustainable for your business. So as you change the cost per click, that changes the cost per outcome. Remember, we've got an input here, the amount of cash we're spending, and some sort of output, the number of conversions, the number of leads or sales that we get. So our job as professional uh, PPCers, as uh, search engine marketers, is to constantly be adjusting these bids, and there are many ways we can do that, which we're going to talk about, to adjust the bids so that we get a, a combination of the most number of leads possible, but at the best price possible. Let's, let's go one step deeper here. If I were to say to go, and let's think about this in terms of cost per lead for a minute rather than just the cost per click, but it's analogous, so go with me. Let's say that we offered Google a dollar per lead. And this is in a typical market where all your competitors are willing to spend a hundred bucks on the lead. If you offered Google a dollar per lead, you would probably not get a single lead all year, maybe one. If you start to increase your cost per lead, what you're willing to spend, and now let's say you're willing to spend 20 bucks, well, maybe you get the occasional lead, but most of the time Google won't show your ad because it can make more money elsewhere. Okay, so we look at this, we look at the data, we learn from this, and we start to raise our price. And now we're pricing it around 100 bucks. We're saying we're willing to spend 100 bucks per lead. And Google starts sending you lots of leads and you're making lots of profit. Lovely. You might then think, well, okay, I can spend more money and get more leads. So let's raise this up to 200 bucks. Now, Google may send you more leads at this point. It might not, but it probably will. But that $200 is obviously a lot less profitable for your business. And so your total profit now starts to fall. So you can see we're sort of starting to look at a bit of a curve here. At $1, we don't get any leads. At, hypothetically, $100, we get lots of leads and it's profitable. At $200, we might get more leads, but our overall total profit is less. 
Let's say our break-even point is 200 bucks. We could offer the machine 500 bucks a lead, and it will send us loads and loads of leads, but we're losing money every single time because we're paying 500 bucks for a lead, and our break-even point is 200. So now we'd be losing money every time we run an ad. Our job as search engine marketers is to try and find that Goldilocks point somewhere in the middle. It's never going to be exact, but somewhere in the middle that maximizes our profit, that gets us the right number of leads at roughly the right cost per lead. That's why bidding matters so much. It is an absolute essential skill that you have to master in order to squeeze the most profit out of your Google Ads account. And profit isn't the most important thing in business. Let's be clear. People and planet are way more important than profit, but you're probably going to use profit as the short-term measure of success with your Google Ads account. If we're going to do an experiment, we're going to try something by changing a bid, try adding a keyword, try changing the messaging in our ad. The way we're going to measure success is probably going to be down to profit. So learning how to bid effectively is a critical skill that you must master. So let's dig in over the next few videos and learn a bit more about bidding. So in this video, we're going to dig into a little bit of the jargon that comes with Google Ads and bidding in particular. Let's start with CPM. CPM stands for cost per melee or cost per thousand. This is how TV and radio and outdoor have been sold for decades. Essentially, how many eyeballs are we going to put on your ad? How many people are going to drive past this billboard? How many people watch this TV show? And we're going to price the ads accordingly. Now, you don't really need to worry too much about cost per thousand or CPM. You might use that bidding option if you're doing display, but we've said we're going to park display for now. We're just focused on search. And CPM isn't an option in search. Instead, what we're going to use is something called CPC or cost per click. Now, remember, with the Google system, we only pay money to Google if and when somebody clicks on one of our ads at which point we are going to pay for the click. So cost per click, that's the whole game we're playing. We decide roughly what the maximum we're willing to spend per click, and Google will roughly spend around that amount. As I said in the last video, it might spend a bit less, it might spend a bit more, depending on a whole bunch of factors that you don't need to worry about. So that's CPC. Then we've got CPA or CPL, cost per action, sometimes cost per acquisition. CPL is cost per lead. Essentially, that's the outcome that we're focused on. How much does it cost me for somebody to fill out the form on my website or for me to get a phone call from the phone number on my website? So if we're a lead generation business, we're probably going to talk in terms of CPA or CPL, simply the cost of getting each lead. Um, let's say, you, let's keep the, the math nice and easy. Let's say you're spending on average a dollar per click and you have a 2% conversion rate, in other words, one in 50 people fill out your form, then your CPA is going to average out around $50. You've got 50 clicks for every one person filling out the form. Tweak your website a little bit, improve your website, and get a conversion rate of 10%. Now it's one in 10 people. 10%, one in 10. We spent a dollar on each of our 10 people. One of them converted, one of them filled out the form. So now my CPA has come down from 50 bucks down to $10. So that's CPA or CPL. And then the last 
little bit of jargon we have around bidding to worry about for now is ROAS or R-O-A-S. And that stands for return on ad spend. Now, this is a metric that you're going to use more if you're an e-commerce business. And this is simply the total amount of revenue that you get in divided by the cost of making those sales. So if you spent $100 on Google Ads and you made $500 in revenue, then you have a ROAS of 5 or 5x. In other words, for every dollar I tip in, I make $5. If you spent $1,000 and you got revenue of $7,400, then you have a ROAS of 7.4 or 7.4x. In Google Ads, you're not actually going to see a column called ROAS, just to make it a bit more confusing. You're going to see a, a bizarrely named column called conversion value divided by cost, because that's how we got to the calculation. Conversion value, revenue to you and me, but in Google's geeky terms, this is the total value of all of the conversions. And don't worry, we're going to talk a lot more about conversion tracking in a future module when we get to talk about measurement. But it's conversion value, the total value of your conversions, the total revenue, divided by the cost of getting them. And that gives you this number. Maybe it's 3x, 5x, 7x, 22x, whatever it might be. How much money do you make for every dollar that you tip in? For now, you're probably just going to need to focus on CPC and CPA. But if I use CPA, CPL, I may use those terms interchangeably. CPC is the bit that you choose that affects those other metrics. So you choose how much you're going to bid. And that, in turn, determines how much you end up spending to get each lead or to get each sale. How much should you spend? That is a question I am asked all the time when it comes to Google Ads. There are two real parts to this question. How much should you spend in total and how much should you spend on each click? Let's start with the easy one first. How much should you spend in total? Well, it depends on the impact you want to have on your business. Ultimately, I know what you're going to say, because I've heard it a million times. Ultimately, you're going to say, well, if the thing is profitable, Mike, I'll spend whatever it takes. I'll spend a million bucks a month if I can get this five to one mythical return that you're talking about or this 26x return. I'll spend all the money I've got and I'll go to the bank and borrow more. Yes. Um, until you hit the point of constraints in your business, and that might be a physical constraint of actually creating the product. It might be a cash flow constraint where actually it costs you money now to deliver the service, but the money doesn't come in for 60 days. There's all kinds of constraints that might exist in your business. But yes, in theory, you would spend an unlimited amount of money if this thing was highly profitable. However, search is a finite world. There are only a certain number of people per day searching for each keyword. Yes, it, it, it moves around. And yes, you might always be able to think of new keywords. And remember, I said that there's a few new keywords that are brand new every single day. People are weird. People keep changing the way they search for things. So with all of those caveats in place, it really comes down to what's the impact you want for your business? How many extra leads per day, per week, per month would make a difference for your business? How many extra sales per month would you like to have in your business? And once you start to gather some data and once you start to understand what a sale or what a lead is going to cost in your market, every market's different. It depends on what your competitors are doing, right? It depends if you're in a very competitive, expensive city, 
it's going to be more expensive than if you're in a rural destination with only a couple of competitors. So there's a lot of factors that go into this. Where I'm going to start is I'm going to suggest that you spend the least amount of money possible. Not think about the millions that you could be spending, but what's the amount that you can afford to lose? Because I want to set your expectations here. You are going to lose money the first few days, maybe even the first few weeks that you run Google Ads, particularly if you want to set this all up yourself and run it yourself and you've never run a Google Ads account before. It doesn't matter how much education I try and give you, how many videos you watch, ultimately, probably going to lose money at the beginning because it is a complicated beast. But we're going to talk about all the things you can do to mitigate that risk, to make sure you start the best possible way. Like we've said, just a few keywords. We've thought about some of the ads that we're going to write. We're going to track. Before we start spending any money, we're actually going to set up tracking and understand the outcomes that we want. Who would have thunk it? But believe it or not, that probably puts you ahead of 80% of Google Ads users. So you're going to start in the best possible place, but I want you to have that expectation that you are probably going to lose money at the beginning. We're going to talk about optimization in the last module and some of the things that you can do to keep improving your Google Ads account, which will improve your profitability over time. But that's not going to happen on day one because you don't know what you're doing yet. No matter how many videos you watch, it's a bit like riding a bike. You can't learn to ride a bike by watching videos and reading books. You have to get out there and try it, fall off a few times, scuff your knee, get back up and try again. I've got a six-year-old. It's a very recent thing for me, teaching my daughter how to ride a bike and the tears that go with that. It's probably going to be the same. This isn't going to be perfect on day one. Okay. So how much can you afford to lose while you're gathering data, while you're improving your Google Ads account? What's small for you? That might be 10 bucks a day, it might be 100 bucks a day, it might be 1,000 bucks a day. But what's an amount that your business can afford to spend to test, to gather data, to learn? So you're going to set your budget there. And we're going to talk about budgets more in the next module, which is structure and settings, where we talk about campaigns and the various settings. But each campaign has a budget and you are in control of that. And you're going to set that amount. Okay, so that's the campaign. That's sort of the, the total money that you're going to spend because we're going to start with just one campaign. Within a campaign, we've got a whole bunch of keywords. And we've talked about CPCs now and CPA and a bunch of other acronyms and jargon. But you're going to choose how much you want to spend on each click with the caveat that Google makes up its own rules sometimes and the amount you specify may not be the amount that you spend, but give or take roughly, it's, it's roughly there. How much should you choose to bid on each keyword? I used the example of a dollar before, but if you're in mortgage refinance, and if that's one of your keywords, then bidding a dollar won't show a single ad ever because your competitors are spending around $80 to $150 per click. And if you offer Google a dollar, well, clearly you're not going to win any auctions, and therefore Google is never going to show your ad. See, auctions are a competitive thing. How much you bid will determine or is dependent upon how much your competitors are bidding. If all of your competitors are bidding around, say, $5, then you'll need to spend around about $5 a click in order to begin to compete. How do you know what your competitors are spending? 
Well, this is where the Google Keyword Planner tool comes in that I mentioned before. So again, go up to Tools in the top of your account and look for Keyword Planner. Plug in the half a dozen keywords that you've decided to start with because we've done that work now. So plug those in. You can adjust the settings here to make sure you're asking Google what those prices are in your physical location, your geographical location, because again, the price is going to be different if you're in Chicago or Manchester or Perth, the prices will be different. And Google will spit out a number here. Now, it is only a guide. There, there's no such thing as a hard and fast, you must bid this amount for this keyword. But it is a good starting place. So I'm going to suggest you use that methodology when you're starting out. You've got half a dozen keywords. It won't take you very long. Go to the Keyword Planner tool, change the settings to your geography, and see how much Google tells you you should be spending where you are. Start with that amount, and then we'll adjust that amount, maybe up, maybe down, when we get to the section on optimization. There's two different ways you can play this. You can you could do that. There's a couple of other options for you. I'll just lay them out. You could choose to start low and maybe bid 50 cents or a dollar. And then if you find you're not getting any ads to show, which is called an impression, then you could start to incrementally increase your bid until your ads start to show. And that's where you know, okay, I'm starting to bid about the amount I need to in this particular market. That's another option. Another option is you could start high and you could say, okay, I'm going to guess that my competitors are spending a couple of bucks. It's really just a guess. I could offer $10 to the machine, and I know that Google wants to show my ads because I know I'm offering more than I think my competitors will, or I can see from the keyword planner tool that most of my competitors are offering $4, so I'm going to offer 20 And you could start high, and you'll get lots of impressions, and your ads will show and the reason you might do that is, okay, I've heard I need to just like elbow my way into this market. I maybe need to bid a little bit more than existing competitors in order to sort of help Google nudge me in the right direction and start showing my ads. And there's some truth to that. But the danger with that is that you end up spending a huge amount of money for each lead. I've told you you're probably going to lose money at the start, but I don't want you to lose a fortune. I don't want you to be paying $400 for a lead where you could be getting them for 60. We need to be sensible about this. So massively overpaying and hoping to wind the price down later, it's an option, but it's probably not one that I would suggest. So have a look at Keyword Planner, see what the amount is there, start there, and then we'll adjust that up and down as we go. Should you control the bids, or should you let the machine, the Google machine, do that for you? So this is something called automated bidding. You may have heard of it. You may have read blog posts about it. And there are all manner of different bidding models that the Google Ads machine can use. Later on, you probably will use one or more of those. But when you're starting out, I'm going to recommend that you start with manual bidding. In other words, you choosing how much to spend on each keyword for a couple of reasons. The first is the amount of data that you have. The automated bidding needs a decent amount of data. It needs a great deal of data, frankly, in order to choose the right amount on which to spend because it's just a machine. It's not reasoning. It's not thinking. It's just looking at patterns in the data in order to find patterns or, or sorry, look at historical data in order to find the patterns 
in order to figure out what it should do in the future. And when you're just starting out with your first account, you don't have any historical data. And if you let the machine be in charge at that point, it is going to do some wild and crazy things. And that may include wiping out one of your credit cards, which we don't want. The other reason I'm going to suggest you start with manual bidding is that it's like learning the fundamentals of anything. If you wanted to learn to paint, your painting instructor wouldn't put a Picasso in front of you and start teaching you how to paint like Picasso. You would start with the basics, you'd master the basics, and then once you've done that, then you might sort of branch out, find your own style, do some of the funkier stuff, go copy a Picasso or something. But you don't start there. You start with the fundamentals, which is why this course is named what it's named. If you learn the basics, then one day when you do move to automated bidding and you do put the machine in charge, if and possibly when it does go crazy, you'll know enough to understand, one, that it has gone crazy, which is pretty important to know, but then two, how to unwind that, how to look at that data and how to make the changes so that you don't melt the credit card and so that you get that account back on track and get it pointed in the right direction again. So learning the fundamentals is really, really critical. But again, at the beginning, the huge benefit is you're much more likely to get consistent data. You're much more likely to, to run this thing in a good way because the machine can go crazy when there's very little data. So one of those bidding models is a thing called target CPA or TCPA. And that's where you give the machine a target, let's say $120 per lead, and the machine will rush off. It will decide how much to bid on every single click in order to try and get you leads at $120. Don't use that at the beginning. It's probably the model that you'll try first, but we'll talk about that when we get to the optimization module. For now, manual bidding uh, is the way to go. You stay in charge of things. You control things. It's a much better way to start. Hey, it's Mike again. Just a quick reminder before you head off. Go to gafcourse.com and grab all 40 videos and your workbook for this course for free. In the next episode coming up, we'll discuss putting all of the pieces that we've talked about so far together. So your ads, your keywords, and your bids, and putting them all together into your first campaign. And I've also got a video there giving you a complete tour of the Google Ads system. So make sure you check that out, gafcourse.com for the videos, and I'll see you in the next episode.